you bitch. Yes, I am now. I'm sorry. You are recording. Excellent. All right. So, hey, everybody. This is episode, I don't fucking know what, of Jetpack Swords, our super cool podcast. Uh, normally, I'd be joined by James and Packy, but instead, I am joined by Packy and my friend, Ricardo. Whoop, and whoop. Uh, so the, the reason Ricardo is joining us is because on Sunday, he, and I, he joined me to take the bus to the big city and go watch the, the Microsoft's Xbox showcase in a theater with other people with free popcorn. I got to say, it was a fucking blast. I don't know. Like, it was, it was just, it was just a, a, a random, fun experience. And I, I got to say, I'm glad I got to do it, and I'm glad that Ricardo was able to, to come with. Also, the because the big saw. city is so scary. <laughs> That must be the first time in a long time you've taken a bus anywhere. <laughs> that is, um, so we we have gone to, Susie and I have gone to Denver twice since we've moved to Colorado. And both times we took the bus. Oh, um, I still don't know Because we live how that super happens. close to the bus stop. Um, we don't do things. And when we do things, we like to drive and park for free instead of paying for parking. That's, uh, that's a thing. but. We should. I mean, I mean, you, you can. I mean, obviously, you, we, as we were walking back, Ricardo was clear. I was very much like, man, we should actually go to the fucking city. Like, it's like, oh, we live right here, and like, it is very close, and like, there are so many things that we should do. And by do, I mean places to go eat. That's that's really what it is. It's places to go. Yeah, eat. You want a but, uh, a free thing to go? Man, you don't care about this at all. So, <laughs> but there's going to be a, a championship parade in in Denver pretty soon here. For the Nuggies, let's go Nuggies. Your Nuggies won. Your Nuggies won very, very recently. You want to know how I know that? Because I got an email from Smashburger about a $5 (laughs) double bacon smash tomorrow. (laughs) Let's go Nuggies. Fucking ad. That's the only way you would know. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because we were always. $5 double bacon smash. Let's go. That's tomorrow, baby. I'm so You're excited. You're hyping up your boys. Uh, our, myself and another mutual friend of ours are hyping up the Nuggets on that call. And you could not have given less of a fuck as we were talking about the game. I was in the middle of a raid. And you I fucked raiding. it up. I fucked it up because of you. That's okay, though. It doesn't matter. Um, but anyways, yeah. So uh, Jetpack Swords were super cool. No one listens to us, but that's okay. Um, oh, and there person. have been that's all I needed. It validates our existence <laughs> that one guy listens. I that's true. Um, Ricardo, if you listen to a single episode, you're gonna say no because you suck. I determined I was not gonna do that before until after I did this once. Okay, fair, I guess, fair, but not really. It's extremely fair. She's, she's stabbing At least I saw the logo. Does that count? Susie made the logo. I'm surprised she hasn't like shared it to everybody. Like, look at this thing I made with my phone. Susie, like, despite not been on here for a single second, has probably made the most contributions to the existence of this podcast because she's probably edited as many episodes as you have now, right? Um, yeah, I think the last three I did again, uh, but she did the entire middle chunk mm-hmm. um, for sure. So yeah, she did a bunch starting at like 18, and we've got to be deep in the yeah. 30s by now. I think we're almost 40. I think we're almost at 40. Um, so. Which is fucking phenomenal. Like, I can't wait till we hit 52. Um, it's been crazy it's how insane that we've all of been... our attendance has been. Except for Greg. Greg's been slacking a little bit. No, yeah, I, 
Definitely. Yeah. Especially James. James's attendance is stellar. Get it? Because he's not here. But uh, um, anyway, so the, we, we haven't talked about it. It's, it's middle summer. Uh, E3 doesn't exist, but like everybody's doing their own showcases. So like Sony's done one. Jeff Keighley did the Summer Games Fest. Microsoft did theirs. And Ubisoft. Ubisoft? Ubisoft? I don't fucking know, actually. I, I, think, say I think it's Ubisoft. I think it is Ubi, but I always say Ubi. But so I'll say it correctly. Ubisoft had theirs. Um, so there's been a lot, a lot of shit to talk about. Um, and since we have a guest, I'm going to like pass it over to you, Ricardo, about like anything that stood out to you, either at, you know, our super fun city trip or, or from any of the other ones. Okay. So let's compare it to the last year. Let's do that. <laughs> Compared to last year, the Xbox showcase was much better. Uh, I feel no, like that wasn't hard. It was not hard. Yeah, it was not yes. hard. It was not hard. But you know what? You gotta you gotta start from somewhere. Um, I mean, outside of Starfield, which we can get to later. Um, Fable. I'm excited about Fable. That looks real good. It looks uh, so good. I was looks I was really impressed. good. And then I'm trying to think. Some of the other ones that I said. It was uh, hiking or dunge- dungeons in Hinterland. Yeah, dungeons of Hinterberg, I think. Hinterberg, whatever. What some, some. It had a weird art style, but it had interesting combat, and uh, the main character looks like they're like gonna go camping, but there's yeah. fighting and dungeons involved. I, I I got some pages pulled up, and let me read this this blurb. Uh, cell-shaded, painterly art style. We saw exploration, fast-paced combat, minecarts, towns, pastures, and a lot more varied environments. Um, I agree. The art style was not my jam, um, but everything else about it, I was just like, damn, that looks really fun, actually. Um, and it is notable because it's not its not from Microsoft. It's not from some big AAA studio or whatever, right? It's, you know, very indie or middle or double A level right but it looked very very fun and very very interesting so i agree i'm excited for that too sounds like a concept that's weirdly gotten very very popular like people expanding on the original at least from that high level description of like different varieties on i always compare it back to like uh stardew valley essentially where it's there's a far there's a farming component and there's like a daily life survival component and then there's just a dun- like dungeon or dungeons and you kind of combine those two. Mm. Like a dungeon-focused survival crafty game. Is it very cozy? Does it have that vibe? Kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I, I mean, like, like Ricardo said, like there was like the camping feel to it, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And it was really funny because yeah. it was right after that game with the rock climbing. So oh, yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh, we're going from rock climbing to camping. <laughs> I don't even remember what that one was, but yeah, it was literally like it was just like a straight up exploration rock climbing game was like the yeah. entire thing. Followed that up I can't with a fishing game. What it was called. I wish. Um but yeah, any other standouts? Oh yeah. Um definitely I'm not sure about Avowed, right? Um that was like that fantasy RPG one from Obsidian. Yeah, people were not pleased yeah. with that. Uh, it which did not look like a Series X AAA game. That's definitely true. It yeah, felt it like an early Xbox One. <laughs> or even... Oh, that's not too bad. I still get uh, Xbox One and think of the original Xbox. 
Maybe I'm thinking 360. <laughs> Let's say like 360. It was it was not. It reminded. It wasn't good. The the just the graphics. But you know, it's a showcase. So well, it's not even just the graphics though. Like the combat is the exact same combat as like it's like 20 year old combat, right? Like yeah, um, for better or worse, right? Like some people love it like and Elder some Souls, people right? won't. It just built yeah. directly off of that. But there you go. That's crazy with it. That's a better wording. That that definitely encompasses what I was thinking. I mean, it looks like and it's like blah, 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 but like I mean, it looks like fucking Skyrim, but worse and <laughs> smaller in scope. Yeah. Which to be fair, I mean, like smaller in scope, I don't think it's a bad thing. I actually personally, I think smaller in scope is a good thing. But um, yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, hot take. Uh, I think there's got to be an audience who's begging for that right there's an audience out there who's just begging for more skyrim and whatever flavor you can give it in and if they're just gonna as long as this was easy i just at least from the little i've seen of it i got very similar vibes where it's like oh we'll just take our pre-existing game engine and idea and look and style and then just create a new game out of that essentially make like a really expanded mod of that and if that was fairly simple and they didn't have to put too much time and energy and people into it then i think that's a win if they're marketing it and seeing it as like another flagship AAA game, that's probably a big fat L. Yeah, they should not do that. I don't know if they plan on it, but they should definitely not do that. Like they had much better things shown that mm -hmm. would deserve that level of AAA marketing, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to name a list. Let's do a list and we can go which ones we want to do. So 33 Immortals. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's go. Oh my god, it looks so good. So excited. Uh, yep. So excited for that. Uh, I am curious about Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Livery. Agreed. Um, I need to play the first one, but agreed. Yeah. Um, I just want to look at the Dune expansion for Flight Simulator. It looks absolutely ridiculous. You say Dune? Yeah. What? <laughs> what did they add? They are adding the... the what is it? The... That's a is helicopter a with the wings. I they feel like it's, a, it's called the dragonfly. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Is it? They look like that. I would. I thought it was a thropter or something. I don't remember. Yeah. So uh, it, it looks the, like a fucking dragonfly. Yeah. The trailer like gave me goosebumps, and I was like, "Oh, we're gonna watch the second Dune movie." Oh no, wait, no, it's a game. Oh wait, it's Flight <laughs> Simulator. <laughs> so the weird thing is, they showed that like right after showing Flight Simulator 2024, which yeah. also looks fucking incredible, by the way. Because, mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's just a sequel to fucking Flight Simulator 2020, which was incredible. Um, and so I was like, wait, why are they doing more Flight Simulator? Or, I don't know. It was so, it, yeah, I agree. It was very cool. Yeah. And um, finally, prior to Starfield, uh, Senua Saga, Hellblade 2. Oh, it looks so good. It looked, oh man, it might, I was like, I need to play the first one again. That's what happened when I saw that. I do miss this about game conventions where <laughs> they make announcements. They want Greg's reaction where they're just coming themselves because <laughs> you said a sequel to one of a, a game that they liked a fair bit. Okay, okay, okay. So even, here's, it's here's one of your favorite games. You just really like liked it no, a fair so, bit. So here's the, here's, here's the context. The what they showed was like, hey, it was one of the longer things they showed, like aside from Starfield, which had like a full blown hour dedicated to it. Right. Like it was like the thing I'm looking at right now says four minutes. Like most things were not four minutes that they showed. This was like a full blown, like four minute chunk of it. And like, it, again, we were we were in the theater, like the lights were dim and like 
the first one was like one of the visually most impressive games and like the sound you know design is amazing like that's the whole thing like everyone's like says like oh you should play with headphones right like and so again like it, it was four minutes where like no one in the theater made a peep and like the 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 whispers right and it's just like how good it looked like you know ricardo was talking about like he's like i got goosebumps it was like the fucking hellblade 2 trailer or like the four minutes they showed like the the snippet from the game because again it wasn't a trailer it was literally the game and it looked that fucking good and like that's what gave me goosebumps goosebumps like it, it was it was incredible like it, it looked phenomenal and to the point where ricardo was like i should go play the first one again it's like you I absolutely need to play the it. first time yeah <laughs> um, uh, oh, I, and then I, I got so many things yeah, and then the last one was Towerborn, which I didn't really care for. Um, that was the people who made the Banner Saga, right? So it's like a four-player yeah. side scroll. It's kind of like Castle Crashers. It gave me Crashful, they had like Castle Crasher vibes, but like yeah. newer, more modern, and maybe hopefully better. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I had a list too. Uh, let's see oh, if there's the anything else worth mentioning in my game. Um, you didn't mention Forza. Um, which oh, yeah, I'm excited Forza. for, but it's nothing special. Like it's and, and to be fair, like I don't there's nothing they can do that they haven't done. And so like it's just gonna be like this is the current gen Forza and it's going to look phenomenal and it's going to play phenomenal and it's gonna be phenomenal in every aspect, but it's going to be the same thing as all of the previous ones, just slightly better, which is okay. And as a result, it's not exciting but it's still really fucking cool because it looked really fucking cool. Um, again, if you don't like racing, though, then it's whatever. Um, Payload 3 is meh. They, they kind of fucked over consoles on the Payload 2, if I recall. Um, also, it looked like shit, which I, I like. Graphics aren't every, and everything, payday. but like, no, pay. Oh, yeah, Payday. Why did I say Payload? I'm, I'm stupid. Yeah, Payday 3. Um, and graphics definitely aren't everything, but like, quite frankly, it looked really bad. And like, I don't know, it looked worse than it should. Like, um and again graphics aren't everything but it's kind of worse when you like are in that middle zone right like it's one thing like you know you talk about dungeons of hinterberg they just full-blown have their like cel-shaded art style that's whatever immortals or 33 immortals is like it's very top-down like indie not quite pixel arty right but like those things is perfectly fine like that's that is what it is you don't expect anything from it whereas like payday is like almost trying to look good but it just doesn't it just looks bad while like almost trying to and so it's like kind of worse for them that they're in that like middle ground um right if you use realism in your graphics and video games now you better be top of the top or people are gonna light you up and it's not like i don't know it's definitely not realistic but maybe they want it to be better than this i don't know um and then the last thing which you didn't mention which actually is one of the things i thought was the most interesting maybe because mainly because it's new um, but sadly didn't have a release date, is Clockwork Revolution. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is, uh, so this is from In Exile, which I believe is a studio that hasn't made anything yet, if I recall correctly. Like, I think Microsoft, it's one of the few studios that Microsoft has actually, like, founded. Um, and as a result, like, I don't think, no, I lied. I'm just straight up wrong. They were founded in 2002. I'm just an idiot. Who am I thinking of? Oh, maybe the people that are making Perfect Dark are the people that haven't made any games yet. Oh, yeah, In Exile is the people who made Wasteland. Duh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, they made pl- loads of games. I'm just stupid. But, um, yeah, Clockwork Revolution looked very cool. Um, it's, you know, kind of like, 
uh, steampunky, time travel like, I don't know, I, I'm assuming, I'm hoping both of you have played Titanfall 2, where you, like, a big section of that game is you press the thing to go backwards and forwards in time, and there's the two timelines, and you, like, switch between them. Ah, oh, such um, a good part. It's so good. Like, Titanfall 2 is so good, and that, that mission in particular, the one I'm thinking of, where you're, like, falling down the thing, and you have to keep pressing it to, like, avoid the fan blades or something, I don't know, it's phenomenal. Uh, it's, so, like, Clockwork Revolution, like, the time travel-ish, like, kind of gave me some vibes of that but mainly like it seemed like much more in depth because like the whole thing is like you go back in time and then you change the president blah 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 blah. i don't know looks very cool very excited for clockwork revolution um aesthetic looks a lot like what was the dystopian russian game that just came out a while ago it was supposed to be big oh james would know james James would know (laughs) yeah i'm so excited i I dropped it (laughs) is this the one that everybody was cheating on I don't know, probably. Yeah, it's it was, on Game Pass, no, it was isn't it? It's a single player. Yeah, it was on Game oh. Pass. I'm sure it's there somewhere. It doesn't matter. It just looks very reminiscent of that kind of game. It seems like a more popular, very high graphic fidelity kind of uh but kind of punk vibe in some direction or another. Mm-hmm. And there was a there was one more um first party game that quite frankly I, I was... just did not find interesting. The one with the skeleton man. Do you know what I'm talking about, Ricardo? Yeah, I do. I was just gonna say that. I have an opposite opinion i'm interested if they can so the trailer looked like it was stuttering that was the only problem i had yeah Ooh, it looked tough. not great performance yeah. wise. the name of the game is south of midnight um yep, yep, yep. yeah i i thought it was it looked interesting it kind of the art style i don't know why but it kind of reminded me of psychonauts even though it's not even close um but the stuttering was destructive for how much I wanted to play it. It was really, it was really bad. And it was, it was kind of one of those things where like, you don't know if that's like something with the stream or something yeah. with, you know, however it's being projected or whatever, but like, yeah, it was not, it was not good. Um, so the last thing of note besides Starfield from the Xbox one, um, is not a game. It's the one terabyte series S, which yeah. like, this is the console that everybody should go buy, right? Like, it's 350 bucks MSRP. It'll probably be very easy to get for 300 in, like, three months. Like, the one terabyte Series S is, like, that's the console everybody should go. Like, it, it, you know, especially if you're short on cash or whatever, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's the console, right? Like, it's just, it's such a great fucking value for what it is. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, because... The only complaint with the Series S that I have is f- this the storage. It's just way too small. It's just yeah, absolutely way too small. I would have gotten a Series S if the storage problem wasn't there on launch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so aside from Starfield, those are all the things notes uh, from the Xbox One. Um, and yeah, I think like 33 Immortals looked very cool. Like very, it was so it's an indie game uh, that's a 33 player co-op um, that looked super cool. And I'm very excited for it. It's a roguelike, right? I think so. I, I think so. It looked like it, yeah. Um, the funny joke, I think, in the theater, everyone was yelling, like, I don't have that many friends, so hopefully matchmaking <laughs> turns out well. Yeah, hopefully. That, that would be good. Uh, I also don't have that many people. I'm really curious how well the game performs once you get above 20 people in the same lobby. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. Yep. Um, so... Actually, there's one more thing they showed at the thing that was interesting, 
which is um, Star Wars Outlaws, and then oh, yeah. Ubisoft showed more of it. About that. Um, Star Wars Outlaws looks fucking great. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, it looks like, quite frankly, every other AAA action-adventure game I've played over the past 10 years, but with the Star Wars skin on it. Star and you know Wars. what? I don't give a fuck. It looks fantastic. Like, it looks like really fun. Thing. This is Jedi Survivor. They just figured out when they did Jedi Survivors and just copied Dark Souls but made it Star Wars and then stole a couple other mechanics from different games. They're like, that just works. That's a winner, so yeah. we'll just keep doing that. I, I mean, it is it is straight up every other action-adventure game over the past 10 years. right? Like every Uncharted, that, but... every Tomb Raider, like every fucking... I don't, I don't know. It's, it's all of those games blended together at... A pretty high quality it looks like um with a star wars skin on it and more importantly for me it is a you know like kind of like the the it's the non-jedi side of star wars which like there's so much that they can do with that and so like that's why i find that really interesting right like it's kind of it's more like the you know the the han solo rogue outlaw but yeah bounty hunter like type side of star wars which like looks super cool and they showed like the pike clan which is like the yeah, exactly. And that's why people loved Andor. Like, like people really liked Andor because it's not Jedis, right? Like, uh, Jedis are cool, but we've had a lot of Jedis over the past, like, you know, 40 years or whatever. So, like, it's great to get some of the rest of it. And people were, like, central to the survival of the galaxy or whatever. It just kind of loses sight of what made people so excited about Star Wars, where they, the original series where, you know, you're just teasing at these little bit, like, massive expanses of of this larger galaxy that kind of got people's imaginations running wild. And yeah, well, I wish we could get equally as excited about people who are creating new and interesting universes for us to explore and look at. Uh, we kind of all have star Wars as our shared fantasy experience. So everybody likes revisiting that well in new and interesting ways, which yeah, this is the one they did this. There's like a GameCube game where you play as Django Fett that people adore. That is just this, but a more like less thought out generic version seemingly of, of what we're about to get, which is really exciting. Yeah, for sure. Um, Ricardo, you actually, so you texted me about it because obviously we saw Microsoft's trailer for it and then Ubisoft showed gameplay of it and you texted me about the gameplay. Um, Did you watch anything else or did you see anything else from Ubisoft's event? Um, There's two major things. Um, Let me see. Did I watch the rest of it? I may have not. I was... So I did watch the Capcom one. I don't think I finished the Ubisoft one. So the 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 big thing at the Ubisoft one was actually at the very start, which was Avatar um, Frontiers or something. I don't know what they're calling it. Frontiers of Pandora. I don't know. Um, it, again, doesn't look super duper original, but that's okay because people ran out of ways to make video games and mechanics in video games, and that's perfectly fine. You don't need new mechanics in video games anymore. Um, and again, it just looks exceptionally fun very well made um i guess i guess a good word would be safe it feels like a safe triple a action adventure game set in the avatar not last airbender but blue people universe um and you get to like you get to ride the thing and like you get to do like a combination of like you know, you get to use the bow and you get to like grab people and pull them out of the mechs and you get to use guns. And it's just, it looked very, it looked very good. I'm very excited to play. Um, after, oh, and notably about it, actually. One of the things that stuck out to me about Avatar or Frontiers of Pandora, or whatever the fuck it's called, is um, 
it supports two-player co-op, which I thought was super cool. Because quite frankly, there's not a ton of games that have, it seems like very single-player campaign-focused, but you got two-player co-op, which I feel like is a is kind of a dying breed these days. So I think Are we talking awesome. two-player online co-op or... I think so. I think it's two-player online co-op. I, I, I highly <laughs> doubt it is split-screen. Yeah, I bet it is only online. Yeah. I was gonna say split screen's an even more dying breed. That thing's fucking dead, dead. Like that's it's on life dead. support. Unless you design Where's... a game for it, like yeah. it takes two and um, a way out. Or like even yeah. if you play well, it online, yeah. it shows as a split screen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I I thought Avatar looked great, and then the other one uh, obviously is Assassin's Creed Mirage, which looks like Assassin's Creed. It looked good. Um, I bet James, James is probably pretty excited, yeah. so it'll be yeah, it'll be uh, <laughs> interesting to what... get excited for that. Here are uh, he thinks. Um, it did look games too deep. more original Assassin's Creed than Valhalla, which yeah. I think a lot of people have been asking for. So that'll be the intent of this one room. I'm sure they're they're going to do this and kind of give. I think do this and put it out. It seems like the idea is to create a more sustained game that'll hang around, and then they'll keep iterating on the Valhalla open world idea. Yeah. Um, they also showed the mobile versions of The Division and Assassin's Creed, which um, I wish they showed the new free-to-play The Division game they're working on as opposed to the mobile version. Because, like, I think we've talked about this before when we talked about mobile games. It's like, the, the mobile version of The Division looks great, but I don't know why the fuck I would ever play it. Because, like, if it was an extension of the division two, I can see why I would play it. It'd be like, Oh, let me just go do whatever. And like the loot I extract from the dark zone while I'm sitting on the bus and playing this, like I could then use that loot when I get home and play the real game on my console. But like, it's just the full blown standalone game. As far as I can tell, I'm like, I don't know why the fuck anybody would play it. Cause I, I don't know. You only have like, it feels like maybe, and there's a lot of people in the world that that's true. Like that, that's all I got. Um, and so I don't know, maybe that's the case. Um, I mean, they must think so. I mean, and and again, it looked perfectly solid, but I don't know why I would ever play it. Um, because it is, it is, it looks like a significant investment that has no payoff outside of itself, which is kind of the problem, right? Like, so they do this sense. Another game did this and it did not get much attention when it did and i thought it was a really cool idea at the time but similar like why no one's gonna be interested in this but existing fans of the game and they have already played it <laughs> so uh it was a final fantasy 15 they did it and they made you know what chibi is it's this oh, like the the final fantasy 15 mobile thing that's yeah, yeah the, 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 the like, and they're like they're like Yep. And that's yep, how they yep, downscaled yep, yep. everything to make it fit to mobile. So it didn't have to be realistic graphics. So they just made it cutesy in the overworld. And yeah, they put that out there. I never saw the sales numbers. I can't imagine it did well. But yeah, it's monumental. What was effort. weird then is they made it on mobile and then they released the mobile version on consoles as well, if <laughs> I recall. Did. Like you can they buy did. the fucking GB version. Oh, well, speaking it's of that art style. On Switch. Um Ricardo, how did we forget the like five different persona things that Microsoft showed? You know, I wasn't going to bring it up because that's how angry I was about it. There was but, so many. Yeah, it was. I mean, 
It was like three, really, right? But still, it was like I another think, Persona. Yeah, I don't think it was three. I think it was two plus a new game from That's it, pretty much fucking Persona. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, they can <laughs> rename it, reband it, whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah, they want to do. It's still fucking Persona, all right? And like, legit, I was... <laughs> like, when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, it's Persona. And then they used a different name. I was like, no, it's still fucking Persona. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was like Persona 3 Reload, right? Which is, I think, the third fucking version of persona 3 and then yep. it was persona some other shit chibi version or something <laughs> oh i didn't see that one the only one i saw was reload yeah no they had a chibi version which is what made me think of it obviously that does not surprise me yeah they've been reselling i, I don't know how atlas i think is the name of the company does yep. it where yep. they have they have made five real games yeah <laughs> and oh. resold them so many different ways yeah. how many times skyrim like... has been sold yeah, but skyrim <laughs> people eat that era. shit up they just put it on different consoles i guess they made the remastered version I, uh, no they have right. two different versions of it i found it i found yeah. it so it's persona 5 tactica so it's a it's a tactical ah, yeah. version of persona 5 so Dude, so many games have done that exact concept of our game name tactics or tactical or whatever yeah. and it's just yeah a high level overview version usually grid based yeah um, it's just it was just so much <laughs> it just blows my mind more with persona because also persona one into two into three into four into five is also the same game idea reskinned with a new story but then they also remake the previous iterate. They're just selling the same game, like the same core of it. It is still the same game over and over and over again. I'll say this to someone who's played Persona Five, and it's it's also remade version that they've already made <laughs> remade once. Um, I've played across the two of them. I've played Persona Five three times. I've not played any of the versions before that, but I looked at all of them and I was like, this is this is the same game. But I've played the fifth one, and they're just taking away features in my eyes. Like, I would be going backwards. I need six. I can't uh, go. I can't yeah. revert. That's fair. But people obviously still adore those games. Um, yeah, but they speaking make a of, lot of JRPGs. Money off of them. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say, I mean, I was going to actually literally just pass it on to you. I, I, you know, speaking of JRPGs, Ricardo, I know you were super ecstatic. Oh, man. I, I wasn't going to go there yet, but yeah. Fucking Final Fantasy oh, VII Rebirth. Ahead. Let's fucking go. I am so stoked. <laughs> um, oh, is Rebirth the sequel to the first? It's a remake. Yes, it is indeed. And um, let's just say for Father's Day, I'm fucking getting a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll do. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it looks so good. I it looks fantastic. I have so many theories on all the things. Um, people keep talking about how Sephiroth is talking about. I killed her, and who is she? And yeah, I think I think I think I read an article which I agree with. It's a red herring. Who? Because they showcased T- Tifa when he said it. And I think that's just to trick people. They're they're pulling a a Marvel move. That's yeah okay. You you said a lot of words that went over my head. Um, that's okay. Do you want to know how I was introduced to Sephiroth? You know, th- this is fucking insane. Um, I was introduced to Sephiroth because of a Warcraft three custom game. Fucking random, right? I don't know. That's it's insane. Funny. It's just because like <laughs> I'm too young. I I was too young to play Final Fantasy seven at the time, right? Like, and so. Um, and I actually have never played it. I've never gone back and played it. Um, and I was looking forward to playing the remake because I remember when they announced um, the remake, I don't know, five years ago at this point or whatever. 
um, the very first trailer said available on PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. And I was like, oh, this is great. I look forward to this. And then Sony decided to deal with Square Enix after the fact to keep it on PlayStation only. It's yeah. like, ah, yeah. fuck you, Sony. Yeah, you that is. It? Fuck you. That's the one problem I have with Sony. That's the biggest problem I have with Sony. Their exclusives are. Their exclusive deals are so brutal to everyone else. Well, that one just in particular was rough because, like, it happened after the initial thing saying it would be multi-platform, right? Like, so it wasn't like it was, you know, exclusive from the start. It was like, we plan on being multi-platform, just kidding. And that was yeah. what really made that yeah. one hurt, I feel yeah. like, to me. So, um, I don't know. Open up now. They're going to do PC. They'll never, ever do Xbox, right? Like, but, so, Yeah, but there's still, still like a year delayed on that yeah, shit. Yeah, right? it's like, like year plus. It's year plus almost because they already, like, that's what people are having problems with right now for rebirth it's like oh cool i'll, I'll play this in 2026 like mm. never gonna be able to also, fucking play like it. was it fucking one of their pc ports recently i think got like fucking dragged through the mud because it, i think it just a couple times but like it's always it's one of those where it because of that problem where you wait so long because they release they don't release the pc version for yeah over a year after they've released the initial version and then it comes out and everybody who didn't was not willing to show up with the playstation is super excited the game is obviously very well received at that point like i think horizon zero dawn fell into this category too when it first came out it comes out and it's really buggy like many games are nowadays in the first two yeah, weeks yeah. and people have a bunch of issues with it and they're really really mad and then the issues go away so if you buy it like six months after that fact you're totally fine so but, we're really talking two years is what I'm hearing. It's two years. Exactly. To, like, it's just play. more added time. It's like you're telling these poor people, like, hey, it'll get better over time. It's like, I've already been waiting for so long. Like, I was invested yeah. on the first yeah. trailer. Then I had to wait for it to come out and then wait another additional year. And now you're telling me to wait longer like that. That's garbage. Um, but yeah, so two discs on PS5, which is fucking insane. Ricardo, what? how, how big how big are ultra-high-def Blu-ray discs? Because isn't that what that it is? Anymore. Aren't games on UHD Blu-ray discs, essentially? How, how, many, how, how many gigs of data can those fuckers store? I'm... I'm for PS5, right, because it's going to be... Um, it's going to be optimized for it. I'm going to say it's like 200 gigs. Easy. Look, it's fucking insane. I'm going to say easy. Easy. There's no way. What's the just, game now? Just with... Ooh. I have, so I have it on Steam, right? So I have Final Fantasy VII re, uh, Remake on Steam, and that fucker is... So this is on PC, but it is... 94 gigs. Oh, mama. Yeah. And so, so you're going to get the two discs and then whatever day one download, because... Yeah, it's gonna fucking happen. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, so I looked it up. Um, PlayStation Five does use ultra high def Blu-rays for their games, um, and a triple layer ultra high def Blu-ray has a max capacity of 100 gigs. So it's gonna okay. be somewhere between one to 200 gigs on uh, which is like in the 125 to 150 range i saw ah, it's gonna be bigger than that no it's i think it's gonna be bigger because they're supposed to say it's like you're supposed to be able to traverse all the fucking shit and based off of the trailer that's a lot of fucking area if it's going i know you guys aren't gonna understand this if you play final fantasy 7 but if it's going all the way to cosmo <laughs> canyon that's a significant amount of game there's a lot of fucking area between those two places i guess i'm envisioning remake which like had a very and that was my first experience with the Final Fantasy VII world, and it was very very cool, and I liked the world, but it definitely wasn't the areas we were in 
were not very large. Yeah, so in the original way. Midgar, you only get to be in the those two um, sec- uh, sectors. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, three sectors, I guess. It's seven, eight, and five, or whatever, six. I don't remember right now. Um, so those are not as big either, but Midgar is one of many towns. It's the largest town, but it's one of many. Um, yeah, and you're, I think you're supposed to be able to go... I don't know if you're supposed to be able to go back to Midgar. Who knows? If you are, that's already fucking massive. So, I don't know. It's going to be a big game. And and once it goes to it PC, goes once it goes to PC, that is going to be fucking 300 plus gigs. <laughs> the also, on PC, game, at least you can... Go ahead, Peggy. The story of the game should be longer this time around, right? Like, they kind of divide it up into thirds, but I heard the remake third is like, it's not really a full third. Or at least it's the least story-wise, like... It's the least immediate of the three sections. Yeah, I think so. It'll be all dependent on where they end Rebirth. Um, if the Cosmo Canyon is still like disc one in the original game, so there's in the original game for PlayStation it was three discs, three CDs, mm-hmm. and so the second and third CD were significantly smaller, but they all use the same art, you know, all the same artifacts and stuff from the previous discs. So I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a big boy. I think it's gonna be. I was talking to my brother about it. We're thinking like hundred plus hours. That'd be good. I think Final Fantasy fans. I don't deserve. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that in the game. I I don't. It's like the point of pride of Final Fantasy games is how long they take to Omega Pete. Ricardo, you 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 have a child. How, oh, I know. It's going to take so play long. I'm, never, I, I'm just going to skip work. I mean, what do you want me to do? Year-long project. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, um, speaking of Final Fantasy, there was also a Sony showed Final Fantasy 16 trailer. Um, not gameplay. Uh, I think just trailer. And it looked, I mean, it looked like a trailer. So, yeah, it looked good. You know. Um, congratulations. You made a good-looking Final Fantasy trailer. It's not hard. I am excited about that one. It's probably the, one of the more mature versions of final fantasy just in theme yeah what was it that they were saying it's like it's supposedly going to be like the game of thrones of final fantasy um hmm. a lot of backstabbing a lot of twists and turns so i don't know i i like the new entries um yeah um we'll see we'll see how it goes 15 was lackluster in the end game so i hope this is better god yeah i haven't played enough of the final fantasy games final fantasy 15 was the first final fantasy i ever played and I liked it, and then I heard it was one of the worst ones and inspired me to play more. Yeah, uh, I probably would agree with that. One of the worst? It's pretty fucking close. Um, that's, it's a pretty game. I'd really yeah. like to emphasize it was very pretty for its time. Yes, Combat it was gorgeous. Horrific. 13 was pretty for its time. 13 is the pinnacle of pretty for its time. Like That's true. Because thir- 13 was like, uh, I, how old is 13 at this point? Like. Uh, Came out on PlayStation Three, decade for sure, fifteen um, years. It came out on consoles in two thousand nine. Is it what this is saying? No way. Two thousand ten, two thousand nine in Japan, two thousand ten worldwide. Um, thirteen years ago. That is that is a thirteen year old game, and that game looks still today like insane. It was a three sixty game. Yeah, it had no right to look as good as it did for running on the 360 and the PlayStation 3. Like, it was insane. Like, that, that, was an, that is the pinnacle of good for its time. That's another one where the PC port was astronomically larger 
than the game that came out for the consoles. They, but they upscaled it pretty big when they PC ported it, right? Yeah, but it was like also very inefficient. Or yeah. there was just things that were just this is like Final Fantasy Four. So I don't know if you guys know much about some of the MMO stuff, but it was like the problems they had with Final Fantasy Fourteen before they did um, Realm Reborn, which they're terrible if you look up any youtube videos on it like things that had ridiculous resolution that no fucking player would ever look at up close like flowers like Mm -hmm. sort of bad prioritization essentially bad bad optimization that's what it was yeah yeah um yeah so final fantasy 16 obviously um couple other things to note quickly at um sony's is metal gear solid 3 i wish james was here again because i'm sure he would have been fucking pumped for metal gear solid 3 um it also feels like that feels like a you game ricardo i don't know i feel like you you're, you're old you know you probably played some original metal gear solid all right so uh dick see i'm right i'm fucking right <laughs> so- i'm fucking right so i did play the original metal gear solid when it came out to playstation um, I played Sons of Liberty when it came out, so that's number two. I skipped Snake Eater. Um, my brother played it. Um, I don't know why, I just didn't feel like playing the fucking game, even though it was like one of the better ones. Um, I think part of it was like they went back to like core military style hiding and sneaking. Uh, Sons of Liberty, which is the second one, went a little superhero esque in the things you could do. <laughs> So, uh, um, yeah, so that I think a lot of people were very excited by that, um, which is a remake, right? They, they should, it's a remake of, a, of an older game, yeah, because um, people aren't original anymore. Speaking of remakes, you all know what else everyone is excited for Resident Evil 4 because Capcom's been popping off recently. What? Didn't they already uh, remake it? Yeah, it's a it's another one. <laughs> You're shitting, dude. What? Well, it looks really good. I, I don't know why, don't but say okay. that. Do not incentivize <laughs> this. Fucking degenerate behavior. Well, when the Last of Us did it, I was just—I don't even like the game. I don't right, they've done it too many times. Last of Us has done it too many times. Like, it, or sorry, too many times in too short of a period. That's the problem. It's too short of a period. That—that—that's the problem with the Last of Us. Um, still, when you—I don't care how far separated you are from the original. It's like when the remake, the second remake, comes out so close to the previous remake. And I swear, the Resident Evil Four remake came out within the past four years. Um. I don't think so. I don't think this is true, but I don't know for you sure. Think it was seven. All right. Uh, I mean, they they've been doing a lot of remakes recently, right? Like they had two and three, obviously. Um, I don't know. This is the first one I'm actually interested in because I think Resident Evil Four is the first game I played, and also it is when they, um, if I recall correctly, they got they got a little more actiony in four um, than in other actually one, yeah, yeah. And so, like, you know, I'm. I got ADD. I like to shoot things. So like uh, four clicked with me. Like I said, it's the first one I played and it was it was action. And so like I, I, you know, this this interests me. Isn't uh, four re- widely regarded as one of the best games ever. I, I, I believe it is. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me they're hitting that well ways they are and that people are really excited for. It. I don't want to be too much of a Debbie Downer. It's more when people see these successful game series and are like, all right, New ideas time is over. <laughs> we we have our golden. Piece. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. 
that. I think they, maybe I'm thinking, I'm probably thinking of Resident Evil 8. And one of the selling points of Resident Evil 8 was we we're going to get more back to what we were doing in 4. Because I know Resident Evil 8 came out very recently. I think that that must be it. Because like, I don't see another remake of 4. Um, okay. I remember yeah. looking it up real quickly. Um, I mean, well, it's just they've been remaking all the games in the series, right? Which, because, yeah, I mean, why make something new when you could just, you know, make the same one? And people um, are begging for yeah. it. You can't, you can't fault game companies too much. Yeah. Um, other interesting thing from Sony, uh, the PlayStation Q, which is, I don't know why they're making this thing, because it's very interesting. Is this the screen um, thing, the screen controller thing? Yeah, it's it's the it's basically a dedicated they call it a remote play based handheld device. So like imagine a switch but with dual sense controllers, dual shock controllers. Yeah, dual sense controllers. Um oh, you like have to get out of your house games too. Yeah, so that's the thing. I don't <laughs> know can you or do you, like cuz it seemed like from when I watched this initially it seemed like you could only do this on the same Wi-Fi network. And like, if that's true, I legitimately don't know who the fuck would ever buy this. Um, if you could take it out of your house and just play it at higher latency, um, then like, I think it looks great. Like, I think it looks very cool. And actually, I know who would buy this, right? Like our friend Kylie. I mean, they have one TV. And so if if Jesse wants to do something on the TV, then Kylie could use this to play a PS5 game um, and still get all the super cool things like the 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 impulse triggers or whatever the fuck they call them. I don't know what mm. they call them, the tension triggers. But can't you just use them? So. Because he has the PSVR now, right? Two? They so do, wouldn't yeah. That, wouldn't that be... Uh, how much I is guess, this thing I guess you probably could, yeah. Uh, I don't think they gave a price. Um, or at least I don't remember if right. they gave how a mu- price. How much is the PSVR 2? I, I mean, the PSVR 2, like, if, if you're, if you have a PS5 and you're looking for an accessory, yes, you should get the PSVR 2, not the fucking Project Q or whatever. <laughs> like, that's, that is definitely, definitely true. I don't know if you can use the PSVR 2 as a screen for PS5 games, though. If you can't, that feels like an oversight, and you that, should be that, able to that do that. That would be terrible. Why, why, though? Dude, the PSVR 2 is $550. I, I mean, if you can't clear. use it without a monitor, that just that just feels bad. Like, and what the like? Um. Oh, I, never mind. I, I take that back. I bet you can. I bet you can just have like your PlayStation hooked up to power, and then you plug in the VR headset yeah. and boot it up. Well, and then my point is, use the 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 headset as just the the giant screen, right? Like, right. I bet you could do that, but only for PSVR games. I bet, I don't think you could load up like God of War. See, on this thing, I feel like I feel like you should be able to launch any PS5 game and play it on I a agree. 100 inch screen on the PSVR 2. I feel like I if agree. you can't do it, then that's an oversight. I'm I'm gonna see. Hold on. Uh... Um, and then lastly, while you're looking that up, the the last thing of note, in my opinion, is I'm sure Packy, you're excited about this in particular. But then Venom, then then Venom. Fucking wide loves. I mean, this so spe- they were always going to do this uh, when these games got big. Um, I'm glad they're doing it in the second one. I'm glad they did exactly what they did, which is they burned a game, feel out switching up Spider-Man and getting comfortable with different Spider-Man mechanics, and then giving themselves runway to be able to switch between characters and kind of figure out that system. And then most importantly, give a lot of time to figure out what is going to be the best play style for Venom. 
God, he is fun in the game he was in in like the early 2000s. It's like one of my favorite games of all time, Spider-Man 2. It's just so unbelievably good. And it looked like from the 12 minutes of gameplay they showed that they have captured what it wanted to feel like to play Venom in a very good way. I hate saying that, but like it is just it has that feel. And you know, obviously with how their controller works, playing and yeah. having that feel of things is like everything they're going for. So it looks like they it. looks it. phenomenal. As it long as the story doesn't it's suck, it's going to be a great game. <laughs> I'm uh, I, I mean, I look forward to eventually playing it someday because I think I've mentioned this before. I love that style of game where, quite frankly, um, XXXXXXXX light over my head, hit Y. XXXXXXXXX light over my head, hit Y. I fucking love those games. I don't give a shit that they're basic as hell. Like, I loved Rise, Son of Rome. I love the Shadow of War games. I love the Batman Arkham Asylum games. I loved the first Spider-Man on PS4. Um, like, and Spider-Man 2, it's just like, it's it looks like the the perfect XXXXY game. Like, I, I think can't it'll wait still work. fucking the Miles Morales, they like, they're clearly trying to get away from that a little bit. And they're trying to make the combat a little more dynamic because you played the original Spider-Man and like the gadgets are fun, but you you move away from them quickly unless you have a specific purpose to use one of them. Then Miles Morales introduced a core mechanic that's like, it just very naturally plays into how you're going to be smacking guys around anyway. And I bet Venom, like you could tell them what they're doing with Venom, that it's going to be very similar and that you're more or less going to have like a Venom meter, however it's going to work. And then you'll do a special Venom attack that be situational, but multi-purpose enough. So, so is it XXXXXXY? Left bumper, right bumper, X, 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 Y, left bumper, right bumper. (laughs) (laughs) Again, there's, you know, like I said this about the Star Wars Outlaw game, like it looked like every other action adventure game with the fucking like, you know, Star Wars skin on it. And like people have run out of ways to make video games and do mechanics. And you know what? I don't care. Just do the same things that work and do them really well. And like, that's what Spider-Man 2 looks like. It looks like fucking Spider-Man. It's like we're going to yeah, but nothing in from that game through this one is going to be a groundbreaking new mechanic, but they have just like fine tuned and spent a lot of time making like all of the little things about swinging around and doing the fighting and that stuff. Even while it's still accessible to everyone, it's also fun to really try and push and get better at. Yeah. There is something to be said about just, yeah, literally traversing the city and Spider-Man like that is oh, like. Yeah. That's the most fun traversal in any game, right? Like cool to vibe and swing. It's cool to try and move as quickly as you possibly can, taking advantage of the terrain. It's just a, it's just a good game. Which I mean, Insomniac does that really well. I mean, they did Ratchet was a Ratchet and Clank, or uh, I think, and then obviously um, Sunset Overdrive. Um, the like rail riding on that, like they just do traversal really, really excellently. Um, you know who else does traversal pretty well? Fortnite who announced their whatever fucking umpteenth season of Transformers, and it looks so cool. Oh, that's out now. Fighting on rails. Yeah, it's already out, yeah. Uh, they announced it, and I think it came out the next day, uh, which is great. I love when they do that. Um, eventually, I'll go play it. You know, I love me some Fortnite. It's just it's just a well-made game. Like, it's just... there's They're just a fucking oiled machine, right? Like, at this point. Like, they just shit out content, and it's, you know, of a certain quality level every time. And like it's it's just it's good. Um, uh, all right, I have an update on the PSVR two. It is indeed have a cinematic mode, which allows you to play non VR things. Uh, oh, nice. 
it is 1080p is limitation as opposed to if you have a 4k tv but it does do 120 fps oh that's okay yeah i mean the 180p thing is just a it's a limitation of all vr set hardware right now like you're never going to get too graphically hey 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 that's not true you could go buy an apple vision pro for three thousand five (laughs) hundred dollars I was just about you to You just got to shell out literally yep. seven times the the cost, Packy. That's what right. are you talking about? That's right. Just spend seven times the amount of money and get an <laughs> Apple Vision Pro <laughs> with the best screens on the planet. Sorry, I just think it's I fun. think it's the one thing that like, like gets so people are always complaining about VR being graphically behind, usually by like one one or two tiers. And it's just like, all right, they're the same monitors, but they're right next to your friggin' face. <laughs> yeah. That's why they look worse. Is there's more pixels uh, in your vision, or fewer pixels in your vision. Um, I mean, I did mention. I mean, it's not worth really talking about Apple Vision Pro because like, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with it. I, it's it's at thirty five hundred dollars. I don't. You're not selling that to people who want to play video games. So, like, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking with that. Oh, um, I do. But like, what what are they thinking? Dude, they're they're going to use that for industry. That's what's going to be. So I thought that, but that is not what they showed. Like, of course, they they know. the consumers because sitting in their home doing FaceTime calls or some shit. Of course, like, they did because they know fucking people are still going to buy it anyways. But then you're going to have people yeah, in the industry. They're going to do 3D shit. They're going to do yeah. landscaping, no, architect that, shit. Yeah. Right. That's that's valid for sure. There's a different ad campaign um, for those. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's the what yeah, you should all the consumers. Right. Yeah. Um, and I mean, to be fair, it did look very cool. Again, it's $3,500 to the fuck buy it. The reason I mention it is because they did, from what I could tell, one of the big reasons it was so expensive is they do have extremely nice, I don't know if they're actually custom made, but I'm sure they said custom made screens in there that, you know, are probably going to look much better than every other VR headset. Um, uh, doesn't it also have the M2 Ultra and a dedicated GPU? Or something so, like that. So it it has it has the M2 Ultra, I believe. It's not a dedicated GPU. So the GPU is part of the M2 Ultra. Um, what you're thinking of is they they add, made another chip. I think they call it the R1 or something. I don't know. And that chip is specifically for. So here's where it gets kind of interesting: is they market it as an AR headset. It is a VR headset. That's what it is. It is a VR headset. And anybody who thinks that the Apple Vision Pro is a v- AR headset. You are wrong. It is a VR headset with two displays. And then they have what they call the R1 chip or whatever that is custom designed to process sensor input, namely camera input, and then display the camera input on those really fancy displays that they have so that it feels like and looks like an AR headset, even though it is actually a VR headset. Um, and so that's, I think, what the thing you're thinking about is they have the custom sensor chip specifically yep, for one. like really low, really low latency camera pass through with overlay essentially is, is what it is. Um, but that's enough about that, because like I said, it's 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 irrelevant to me because it's thirty five hundred dollars. So I don't give a shit. Um, we will get to Starfield. Like I said, there's so many things. Oh my god, we stuff. haven't hit on Starfield. <laughs> we are. I, I'm just going to go through Summer Games Fest really quickly. Um, Prince of Persia, I quite frankly don't care. I really enjoyed Prince of Persia Sands of Time. I thought the thing they showed uh, recently, like, it did not interest me in the slightest. And maybe my taste have changed, or I don't know what. Um, Mortal Kombat 1, gameplay looked fantastic. Sonic Superstars, Ricardo, that feels like a game you would enjoy. 
Which one? I don't know. Uh, Sonic Superstars. It is a new classic, quote unquote, Sonic, but modern day and age, right? So like very classic, like I'm spinning in a circle and in a loop and collecting rings and I'm flying off at a, I don't know. So why do you think um, I like that? I don't know. Cause you played Mega Man and they're like from the same era. Cause you're old. No. Mega Man no. is so different <laughs> from Sonic. <laughs> no, I know. Actually, didn't they show a new Mega Man thing? Again, Capcom's been popping also, off. This I'm is different. Sure in that I, this is like new. It's the new style and they're just trying to like, Try those games again when they haven't been very popular. The one time they did this successfully that was like, hey, let's hit on people who like the retro was Sonic Mania, where it's just the retro style. And they, I think, brought in-house modders who had been making these maps forever. And we're like, hey, you make half the game and then we'll just um, put in old levels for the other half and we'll combine it all. And people just ate it up. They loved it. I don't know how they haven't made more of it. Um, So going quickly through, because yeah, we're, we're long. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. Alan Wake 2 gameplay. Uh, it looked great. If you've played the first Alan Wake, you'll probably really like this one as well. Um, Remedy makes really great stuff. Um, if you haven't played Quantum Break, I'd recommend it. Um, if you haven't played Control, I'd recommend it. Um, Star Trek Infinite. It's a shame James isn't here because this is a grand strategy game by Paradox. James would, I'm sure, be gooing with love for this. Um, Pow World. People will describe this as Pokemon with guns. I don't know. It looks kind of fun. Um, Path Exile 2, which is interesting, coming very so quickly, shown after Diablo 4 just launched. Um, it looked okay. I never, I never really enjoyed Path Exile. Like every time I tried to play Path Exile, I was like, I'm gonna go play Diablo because it's better. Um, and that's kind of the impression I got from Path of Exile 2 as well. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go play Diablo. I'm kind of excited for Path of Exile 2. Um, I don't know. I, I play Path of Exile with uh, one of my coworkers every once in a while, and. I don't know. I hope to. It looks a lot better, is what I'll say. It does and it does look a lot better? I feel like there's um, movement Diablo tech that four would... also looks a lot better. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but <laughs> there is movement tech in Path of Exile too that I was not expecting. Just I'll have to go the watch trailer. that more closely then. Yeah. Um, Lord of the Rings: Return to Moria. We've actually mentioned this a long time ago on this podcast. Um, this is like a survival crafting game of like you are the dwarves digging deep into Moria, and like people like kind of also got some like uh, deep rock galactic vibes from it. And all in all, like this is pretty cool. I'm probably gonna try this out. Like, or let me rephrase it: if this ever came to Game Pass, I would definitely try this out. <laughs> um, or went on a very good sale. One of the two. I would never pay full price for this game, but it looks really good. Um, Liza P, Souls-like game, is coming to Game Pass. Very excited for it. Uh, it's literally Pinocchio. Um, so Microsoft had uh, uh, fucking Keanu Reeves for the Cyberpunk expansion, and Summer Games Fest had fucking Nicolas Cage on stage because he is a survivor in Dead by Daylight now, which is insane. Like, what the fuck? I love me some Nicolas Cage. If you haven't seen The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, go watch The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. It's an excellent movie. Um, and then final two things I have on my list from Summer Games Fest. Summer Games Fest was, like, surprisingly dank, in my opinion. Um, mainly because my expectations were low. And so, because my expectations were low, it was surprisingly dank. Um, Immortals of Avium, this is, like, from some studio to EA. It's basically, like, a... First-person shooter, but you shoot magic spells instead of bullets. And, like, pretty fast-paced looking. It looks very pretty, too. Um, and all in all, looks pretty fun. So, like, 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention to that. And then my number one thing, and probably James's number two thing from Summer Games Fest. Remnant 2, they showed fucking gameplay. There's a release date. It's like July 25th. I'm so excited for Remnant 2. It looks so fucking good. It looks like the first game, but even better in every way, shape, and form. And I'm so fucking excited for Remnant 2 because Remnant from the Ashes is phenomenal. You could think of it as like Dark Souls with guns. If you like Dark Souls or you like looter shooters, go play Remnant from the Ashes. It's phenomenal. It's a great game. Remnant 2 looks just as good, and I'm super duper excited. Uh, so that was Summer Games Fest. Anybody got anything else before I we do. finally I move do. on to Starfield? Go! All Fire right, away! Cap- Capcom Showcase. It was the shortest fucking oh, yeah. showcase I think I ever saw in my life. Um, <laughs> let's look at the notables. Um, things I actually cared for. Uh, all right, Exo Primal. Kind of a little stoked for it. I didn't. It does look so good. And they're doing, uh, Street Fighter 6 is doing an Exo Primal uh, crossover event, I think, too. That's hilarious. Um, also, Exo Primal is going to be on Game Pass day one. Yep. Shout out. Yeah, Game Pass. Pass. Ever ago. Um, yeah. All right. Pragmata. I really fucking wanted this game to come out, and now it's fucking delayed, which is so brutal. Because <laughs> it looked really fucking good. Uh, and then. Pragmata? Yeah, what is that game? I never heard of it. I it's that's the part that I don't think anybody really knows. All we know is that there's a dude <laughs> in an astronaut suit and a little robot girl, and it's weird. It's fucking really weird. Oh, it's so trippy. not just delayed, delayed indefinitely. Ooh, yeah, that's not Ooh. promising. Yeah, but it looks so good, and they're actively working on it because they should showed new gameplay. Okay, it's, that's promising. It's just I think it's so big maybe or just like so technically challenging that i think they're just having problems um and then they did show off dragon dogma 2 which i don't think anybody was expecting no um so that's a thing <laughs> this is crazy yeah they, they must be capitalized on the fact that they every time the game goes on sale people absolutely go nuts and say that you have to buy it and it's like this I just really hope I've never made it in that game to the point that everybody loves. I cannot get through the, how that game starts, but I have heard combat system is a work of art, and I just hope they preserve it for the people who really, really liked it with the new yeah. skin of paint. Uh, things I didn't care about, they, that Kinitsugami Path of the Goddess that we saw at the Xbox showcase, they showed oh, yeah, yeah. the same exact trailer. Um, oh, wow. There yeah. was a lot of crossover actually between these events. Like there were a lot of things that were showed at two events. Yeah. Uh Apollo Justice Ace Attorney Trilogy, which is coming out for all the things. Um, which is the first Ace Attorney game or the first three Ace Attorney games. I don't know. Or all the three. I don't know. There's so many of them. Sorry, Ace Attorney four, five, and six. I only thought there was three of them. So my bad. Uh, <laughs> So they're getting an HD remaster and packaged up. Didn't care. And then they did a Mega Man X dive, which is some mobile game, which I really wish it was just a brand new Mega Man X game, but they hate everybody, so it's fine. I think that's it. That's all I got for Capcom. Well, on that note, then, that brings us to maybe the best for last. I don't know. Uh, Starfield, obviously. Uh, Microsoft thinks it's the best. Because they saved a fucking hour for it at the end. 
Um, and wow, I they were probably right. I mean, like they need this to be successful, and it looks like it's going to be very successful. Like, I think I've mentioned, I mean, Packy, you've definitely heard me mention it on this podcast before. I quite frankly don't like Bethesda games. I, I just, I don't. They make big, long games that I don't have the attention span to play through. And quite particularly when, quite frankly, their combat has always been kind of duty butt. Like, I, they, like the moment to moment in Skyrim, which is the most recent Elder Scrolls game, does not feel good to swing that sword and block. It's the same thing with Elder Scrolls Online. Like, the combat just doesn't feel good to me. People have their own opinions, people love it. Quite frankly, I don't think people love it. I think people just love everything else except the combat about those games. But the thing is, like, I don't want the 100-hour giant open world. And so as a result, because that and the moment-to-moment are bad, like, I can't power through the 100 hours because the moment-to-moment is so bad to me. Um, And then, like, Fallout. Like, Fallout is kind of... um, you know, Packy, you know, I just I beat Borderlands 3 and I was like, God, I love Borderlands 3. It plays so good. The gunplay feels so good. And like I never got to beat Borderlands 1 or 2 because I can never get far enough into it for the gunplay to feel good. Like the gunplay just always felt bad to me. And that's kind of how Fallout's always felt to me as well. Like I described it as like they made VATS because they couldn't make a first person shooter. Like they couldn't make a first person shooter that felt good, in my opinion. And so they put in VATS to substitute for it to like, look at this, look at this slow-mo shot, as opposed to just making it feel good to shoot your gun in the first place. And again, I realize these are trash, hot garbage takes that no one else agrees with. I can't believe um, I've never heard that's, the Vats take before. That's actually a... I, I, guarantee, I guarantee I've mentioned it on this podcast before. Um, because I don't like the f- game, the fighting gameplay either on any of the F- Bethesda games, so you're not the okay, only one. So... I am at least not alone. <laughs> There's at least uh, one other person. Universal criticism. <laughs> good. I feel better then. I mean, some people definitely like it, and that's good. I'm glad you enjoy that, and I'm glad you enjoy all parts of it. That being said, Starfield looked crisp as fuck. Really? It looked yep. so much fun. Dinged him again like, on combat in the first couple trailers, in the first couple gameplay. So the, the combat looks phenomenal. So the nice. only thing I would have a little concern about, and this has obviously been mentioned as well, is the 30 FPS cap. And it's mainly because the combat looks like fairly fast paced, not like doom fast paced, but like kind of fast paced. And like you have like this jet pack, essentially, right? Or like booster pack. I don't know what the fuck they call it. Right. And so like you'll be flying through the air and shooting people with your gun and like a eh, 60 FPS would have been would have been good. I, it's fine that it doesn't have it. And like, um, Ricardo, I know at least you are also spoiled and you have a very nice TV. And so what I would like to see is so with, um, uh, shit rat game. Why can I not think of rat games name? Plague. Plague tale Requiem, not innocence Requiem specifically. Um, when it released, it was 30 FPS, but if you were playing it, on a 120 hertz display, the 30 FPS cap was actually a 40 FPS cap. And that was honestly, a, like, it makes a difference, right? Like, it is it is just enough to, like, be noticeably smoother. And, like, if they could do the same thing with Starfield, like, get a 40 FPS cap for people with 120 hertz displays, like, that would be phenomenal. Like, I, wow. I think that would, that would be the perfect medium for me. I'm really hoping the 30 
FPS cap is a 4K 30 FPS cap? Nope, it's not. Mm, that's it's not. sad. There's no way. Well, because when it comes so out on I PC, think, is it coming out PC at the same time? It is. Yeah, it is. It they, is. Yeah, they are going to mod the shit out of that to unlock that so oh, quickly. absolutely, so fast. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so I think I think my my guess is I suspect they're hitting CPU throttling, not GPU throttling, which is probably why you can't just make it 1080p and get 60 FPS or 1440p mm, and get 60 FPS. That does not it's sound probably, right. I, I don't know. There's probably like a lot of like random stuff and like I don't know. I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Answer this question. Yeah, yeah I'm sure I, they've addressed it. Yeah, probably. Um. Yeah. So Starfield combat looked phenomenal. Like looks it really looked good. like the best combat from any mainline Bethesda game. And I say mainline because like Doom combat feels phenomenal, right? But that's not like mainline Bethesda. You know, that's just published, essentially published by Bethesda. Um, but yeah, no, like it, it looks so good. I'm so excited for Starfield because of that. Like that was the, like the biggest thing for me. I still do not care for the fact that it is as big as it is. Like, quite frankly, that's not, I, I would rather play and I probably will just plow through the campaign and do very little else in it. Um, because I just don't have the time to sink a hundred to a thousand hours into exploring random planets and yeah. you know whatever else a thousand um, planets you mean <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like so for those who don't know which i don't if you're listening to this podcast you almost certainly know what starfield is but it is a bethesda mainline game it is in space it is very similar ish to no man's sky in that they procedurally generated a lot of planets and then some of them they went in and basically manually touched up after the fact. But the vast majority of them were at least initially procedurally generated. And then the encounters are very No Man's Sky-ish in that when you land on the planet, you get a procedurally generated encounter or whatever, right? They talked about like, oh, you know, if you land on this planet at this spot, like, and your friend does it too, like, you'll probably encounter different things. Like, maybe one of you will encounter an abandoned outpost and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, I, I, th I thought the more interesting piece of that was... It was procedurally generated the planet, but it was curated missions on the planet. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So like I said, they, they used procedural generation as a base, and then they filled it in with, you know, basically hand-touched or hand-created stuff after the fact, which is a great way to do it, in my opinion. Um, also because it actually reduces the install size of the game, because you don't have to include the planet details in the, like, install, right? right? Like, you just include the instructions for how to generate the planet, essentially, in it. And then you generate it when the game launches. Um, so that, that'll be that. That's just a good way to do things in general. Um, and then obviously, like because it's Bethesda, it has incredibly deep, like deep character creator, and you deep background, and like you pick these traits, and like you have companions, and you you have a crew on your ship, and your ship is customizable, and like you know, just like tons of depth, right? Like um, you have breadth and depth, and it just it looks unbelievably good like i i cannot as someone who like i said just quite frankly doesn't particularly enjoy bethesda games i am really excited for this one um maybe because also like i personally like space sci-fi is like yeah that's one of my jams like i i take space sci-fi over fantasy any day of the week um it's so, like that alone is a mm -hmm. big big win for me so i think the other big win you get mm -hmm. it on Game Pass. <laughs> hey, oh, sponsor us, Papa Spencer. 
sponsor of this. I really think that Firefly should be entitled to royalties from games like this because they have spurred the enthusiasm yeah. and hunger yeah. for this type of content for a long, long time. It feels like a good blend of like No Man's Sky, Firefly, Mass Effect, and then obviously like some Bethesda Fallout, right? Like, kind of. I was thinking Skyrim, right? Because didn't they also do Skyrim? It did. They did. I I just picked Fallout because it's shooting. That's why. Mm. But yeah, a little more like in base building, and there are there's there's base building in Fallout, um, and you obviously have always forget outpost building in this, and then ship building, which is not quite base building, but it's kind of base building. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I couldn't remember. I can't wait to see the penis ships. There's gonna be a lot of penis ships and sandwiches. Don't forget about sandwiches. Sure. (laughs) Um, I can't remember at the end of the trailer they showed case or not the trailer but the end of that segment there was didn't this didn't the character do like some skill that like did anti-gravity or something i heard this i heard there's magic someone said like because they all i saw very very little about all these showcases but one of the things i saw about starfield was it was like a very grounded realistic experience and it was like aren't they magic astronauts <laughs> like they literally showed use of magic there is there is definitely a point where it is not just the jump pack. It is zero gravity. I don't know the explanation. Maybe it's magic. Maybe it's technology. I don't know. But there was a zero gravity scene where, yes, you were full blown, like flying around shooting people. And it looked great. Um, also, just like the space combat looked fun, right? Like being able to like d- target the engines, disable the engines on a ship and That's then dock dope. and board That's and cool. then like switch from space combat to shooting them in the yeah. face. Yeah. Like. I just look so and then good. I'm so the ship excited is yours. That's the best part. You fucking yeah, you're, yeah. The sh- it's not even like you get to loot the ship. No, the ship is in your back pocket and you could use it at any point in time. That's pretty cool. It, it looks it is the like perfect space pirate adventure game. Like I'm so I'm so excited for it. And like quite frankly, like console wars and whatever are dumb and like winning and losing are dumb, but like Xbox really needs this. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. Really Xbox do. Bethesda yeah. needs this one. Their reputation dies if this game does not go well. Uh, I think yes. it's going to be hits all around if this fails. But so, yeah, that looked bomb. And so on that note, um, I think, yeah, well, we ended as well as they did. Um, collector's Edition, Ricardo, are you going to get the Collector's Edition? I gotta see. So I was talking to my wife about this. I have to see what watch this is. All right, if it's if it's gonna be like Android Wear so with a custom skin. I don't think so. I think it's not even a touch screen. I think it kind of looks like shite. Yeah, I don't. Then I don't want it. Then I'm just gonna play it on Game Pass and call it good. <laughs> yeah, that's a, so for the 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 collector's edition. I think is three hundred bucks. You get the uh, basically the hundred dollar version of the game, which is the game plus the uh, future story expansions. Um, and notably you get a semi smartwatch that actually works. You can like tell the time and get notifications from your phone on the watch. And it is in like this, the, like, what do they call it? NASA punk. Is that what they called their style? Like, yeah. NASA it was NASA style punk. Yeah. yeah. Which like looks great, right? Like it's like this really pretty white. Um, and like also the, the headset and the controller, uh, Starfield headset and controller also look great. Like it's just a very beautiful aesthetic i really like i, I it, really so. kind of wish the controller was um the elite core 2 controller with the skin 
but I think it's just a normal controller. I'm sure. I think it is too. There's yeah. no way they give you something that's that valuable. <laughs> I mean, it's not part. Let's um, well, separate. Yeah, the controller is a separate purchase. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just, that is weird. Yeah. They wouldn't do that. Though. Yeah. I kind of wish they just did that, but yeah. Um, yeah. I, should, I think, I think was, that's everything. Unless anyone's got, unless you got something else, Ricardo. Um, I'm wondering. So, something I found out the other day. Um, when it comes to Game Pass, so you know how some games have like digital editions and stuff, like they have like extra, you can get extra skins or extra whatever expansions, right? Mm-hmm. I think if there's a Game Pass ga- base game, you can get the expansion for your game, and they're like, cool, you can play the expansion and not actually have to own the base game. I've done that. Definitely that is true. Um, so and hope- so Microsoft, especially on their first party games. They sell, they literally call it the deluxe edition upgrade. And it's literally just that. It is only the upgrade part of the deluxe edition. Uh, and it's specifically for that purpose, for people who have it on Game Pass. I am yeah. almost tempted. I hope they do an upgrade for Starfield because I they would are. be willing to just to get the upgrade. And then the benefit of playing. Yeah. And yeah, the, they are because it's it's the five days early thing. That's that's right. part of it. Is, right. It's five days early and then the story yep. That's half yeah. the reason why I yeah. want to get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thank you for testing. Yeah, those I'll probably take for us. Oh, and then Packy, you would be you'd be happy to know. You know, I, I we've talked about traditions on the show, and I, I mentioned I had my tradition of eating Costco pizza. We took Costco pizza into the theater. It's fucking great. Oh, very nice. It's fucking great. Uh but all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Also, I beat Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Splintered Fate. I talked about it last time. Oh, yeah, I didn't mention it. Yeah, it took me six and a half hours to beat it, which is definitely less than it took me to beat a Hades. Um, very fun game. Jockey. I will c- keep playing it while I still have Apple Arcade. Um, but yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Ricardo, for joining. I will walk you through sending me the files, and everybody have a good day.